0: I have begun to see ways to live in the moment, to stay focused on my present, because there is fear in the future, and there's grief in the past, for the past, and that's not productive. My dis-ease has allowed me to learn this, this skill of focusing on right now, right here, and, and what I'm doing.
1: That was one of the skills Bruce Kramer developed that allowed him to cope with the ALS that had wrecked his body and sidetracked a fast-moving career as a popular college dean. This is Living While Dying, an ALS story from Minnesota Public Radio News. I'm Kathy Warzer. When Bruce Kramer was asked how he'd describe himself, teacher was almost always at the top of the list. And teaching was one of the reasons he gave for doing a series of candid interviews with me about his life with ALS. He thought it would be a wonderful opportunity to educate listeners about what it's like to live while slowly dying from the incurable neuromuscular disease. ALS took his life in March of 2015. Bruce's decision to be so public about his disease and to keep working even as his body started to fail didn't surprise his longtime colleague, Dr. Deb DeMeester. In their leadership ethics classes, Kramer and Demeester taught their
2: students how to work through a situation. We don't think of problems to be solved, but problems to be worked. I always thought his ability
1: to work a problem really was what helped him through this whole journey with
2: ALS. Absolutely. He said, well, Deb, you know... I had some choices I needed to make. And he said, you know, we always have choices. So how was he going to approach the fact that his life was no longer what he expected it to be? The fact that what he had planned out for his family was no longer what he thought it was going to be. The fact that his career was no longer what he thought it was going to be. And he had to make choices. This is one of the things that we teach in our ethics classes. If you come in and you think that you have to choose between A or B, we need to help you realize that there's also a C, D, E, or F, and that you really don't make your wisest choice until you see the variety of options that you have, and that it's not just A or B.
1: Kramer weighed the options in the year after he was diagnosed and decided to work as long as he physically could. The pay and health care benefits were important, but so was the work itself. This was from a story that aired in June of 2012, just as the school year was ending.
0: You're reading some nice concepts in a nice book. And as Deborah pointed out, there comes this... While
1: Kramer is the dean of the School
0: of Education,
1: he makes time to teach at least one course. Teaching, Kramer says, is a key part of who he is.
0: I started out as a teacher, and um, my own family, they were teachers. And I love education, love high school kids. I taught high school, and I was a principal in high schools. And when I came to St. Thomas, then I started doing adult teaching, and that's a whole different animal.
1: While Kramer finds teaching this ethics and leadership class energizing, the ALS that is slowly creeping through his body forces him to, in his words, plan for the energy he'll need in the classroom.
0: It's probably the hardest thing I do. We teach our our core courses in our doctorate on weekends, so it's a Friday night and a Saturday. There's just not a lot of recovery time in that space. So even when I was able-bodied, I'd come off of a cohort weekend and I'd just be blasted from it. But now I've had to work out with my colleague that she really has to take the lead. So what I will do is we we kind of identify areas where she feels like it's critical that I be there and and, um, or I feel like it's critical I be there. Um, I never had to do that before. Good evening, everyone. My name is Bruce Kramer. I'm the dean of the College of Applied Professional Studies. What Dean Kramer continues to do, as he's
1: done countless times, to is to be the public me. face of the University of Saint Thomas's College of Education.
0: I do the welcomes and the closures and the things like that. At our, you know, we have a lot of programs in our college, and I like to do that. I like to be a part of it, and I, I like to um, bring people in. And so I do a lot of public speaking still. It's different, though. It's different from striding in and taking the mic and, and, you know, taking the room and rolling in and taking the mic and figuring out how you're going to take the room. It's a very different experience. With
1: teaching, public events, and the day-to-day business it takes to run the College of Education, Kramer's professional schedule can be taxing. And some days, even more so when the fatigue of ALS sets in.
0: So that second or third week of August, would that work for people? The second week would work. Those are the worst ones. Given your
1: circumstances, how is your tolerance for long meetings? I mean, really, because as a dean, beyond the teaching that you're doing, you're doing a lot of meeting, aren't you? Uh,
0: Yeah. I mean, with my schedule, I can schedule a meeting. I can make it a finite amount of time. I can go back to my office. I can recover. And then I go back out. And and so I have a little bit better opportunity to work the fatigue of ALS and the the energy level. That's the one accommodation that I I have asked for from my university is that they understand that a couple times a day I need to close my eyes. Ten minutes, 15 minutes, and I'm like new and I'm okay. But um, I have to have that time.
1: Do you find yourself becoming a little less, a little more impatient, perhaps, with drawn-out affairs?
0: I don't know if impatience is the right word. There are things that are that we do that are really important. I mean, we're talking about the ability for a person to get an education that will affect their lives. But how we do a room set up and who's going to do it—that just doesn't seem that important to me anymore.
1: Why is it important for you though, Bruce, to continue to work? Some people might look at this and say, you know what, I'm gonna just I'm gonna relax with what time I have left. And why put yourself through a meat
0: grinder? One of the things I found out when I got my diagnosis was I really love my colleagues. I really do. I really like being with them. And I feel like there is a a sense of of purpose that we embrace for the most part. And that is life-giving. So that's part of it. And part of it is that deans don't grow on trees. Um, It's not that they won't be able to find another dean. They will. I've been at St. Thomas for 16 years, and I, at some point, will happily turn it over. But right now, between the energy I get just being with these wonderful people and the responsibility I feel to them and to myself um, to do it and leave it right um, keeps me wanting to work.
2: Welcome to the University of St. Thomas 2012 Commencement Exercises. The ceremony will now begin with the academic procession.
1: Recently, during spring commencement, Dr. Bruce Kramer and various University of St. Thomas administrators and faculty conferred degrees on another class of newly minted graduates. Being a teacher to his core, Kramer has been reflecting, as many teachers do this time of year, on the successes and failures of the past school year. In Kramer's case, he's been thinking about his professional life as framed by ALS. This is from Bruce's blog, The Disease
0: Diary. This week... One of my favorite people in the whole world brought his district's admin team to our campus for a day of K-12 reflection. He asked me if I would say a few words of welcome, something along the lines of current educational policy or trends. The epiphany of dis-ease floods my eyesight with the realization that ALS doesn't allow you to be so flippant as to toss off a few ideas about policy. Instead, I spoke from the naked core of what I know best, failure. I said, Today, as you discuss your successes and failures of the past year, challenge yourself that every child in your sphere will be deeply known, loved, fostered, and cared for by someone in your school. Yes, intervene, improve, tutor, school, teach syllables and numbers and sounds and knowledge and the civil responsibility that defines the difference between the educated and the ignorant. But in that time, do not lose sight of the fact that we are, each one of us, failing. And we have been given a great gift in this insight, the choice to energize our collective failures into the emergence of a beautiful human child, educated to be persistent, resilient, squeezing that failure until it yields, and in the yielding, learning success.
1: On the next installment of Living While Dying, an ALS story, we'll meet Bruce Kramer's wife, Eve Emerson, and talk candidly about his greatest fears.